Welcome to the You Are More podcast. I'm your host, Amy Wienens. All right. Welcome to my podcast, You Are More. I'm your host, Amy, and I am excited today. We are doing a special uh, Valentine's Day uh, kind of an episode. You say, well, okay, I'm checking out. I'm not married. I'm not in love. I don't have a significant other. You're going to want to take a listen because all of the things we're going to talk about today, you can apply on every level. Relationship, no relationship. Family, work life, everything. It's They're really relatable, uh, ap- applicable skills, basically. And so today I'm honored to have my husband. So some of you may or may not know him, but my husband is Steve Schneider, and I'm excited to have him. I thought he'd be the perfect first guest to be on my show. And uh, anyway, so we're going to talk about something that we've overcome. And I don't actually know that if Steve and I ever would have gotten married if we wouldn't have figured out the five love languages. I don't know that we could have made it past uh, dating stage 101. I would agree with that. Right? So just to kind of set the stage, so Steve and I, um, we actually met through a – a client of mine and a friend of his, and he, I I liked him and he liked me at first. But here's the reality: we got into it, and I am my love language is gift giving and receiving. It's both. I like gifts. I like to give gifts. That was not Steve's love language, and it could have spelled complete disaster for us. And I'm so thankful that it didn't. That's right. My love language is more acts of service. Giving and receiving. And so how did that go for us? Not so great. G- give me an example. Well, it was early on in the relationship, and I remember that you had an ice stand that was probably, I'm exaggerating, three feet tall at the end of your driveway. <laughs> it wasn't three feet tall. Two and a half. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, I thought, oh, I can take care of that one really quick. But I spent, it was over the course of a few days, maybe six hours somewhere right around there, chipping these, this ice out. Now, anybody who's ever using those big awls, chipping ice, it is a lot of work. It's not fun. And it, I remember being very sore from it. Very sore. Well, anyway, the I spent so much time chipping this ice out. And I remember coming to your house that night after I was all done and you had uh, picked out a whole bunch of clothes. You purchased a bunch of clothes for me and you were giving me these, these clothes. Yeah. And... You were so excited to give me the clothes. I was like, oh, that's great. She probably doesn't like most of my wardrobe. So she's she's just <laughs> attempting to help the kid out. But I didn't receive it as an act of love or anything else like that. I just like, oh, that's cool. Thank you. Much in the same way, you weren't too excited about the fact that I just chipped out the entire driveway so that you could drive through without your coffee spilling I think everywhere. The, I think my exact quote would have been, I am so sorry you spent so much time doing that. I could have totally just hired that done. That's I am exactly so sorry. what you said. <laughs> and the look of devastation was was real, guys. And literally, we just watched each other just do this yeah. in our love languages. And that was that was actually a very large fight, really, at the beginning of our relationship. It yeah. Was, it was probably... It would have been about six months in, yeah, four to six months. Yeah. But think about how many times that happens, like, in life. You you think you're communicating well, and you think all things are going well, and you're, communica- you're communicating how you want to be communicated with and not how the other person wants to be communicated with. And that is a huge key, whether you're in your relationship, within business, work relationships, is knowing and, and finding out what other people's love languages are because that has been a big thing. As we've navigated the last 13 years, there's still times where I'm like, I'll still go home and just bring him clothes. And he's like, oh, good. She loves me. 
right? And, and he still doesn't like get that excited about it. it doesn't do that much for him. And but, the fun thing is, is that what now what we'll we'll do is we'll say, you know, this is an act of love, right? <laughs> we'll jokingly say, hey, by the way, I'm doing this out of love. And but the same thing, what you're just saying is knowing what language they're speaking and realizing that your language that you just inherently speak is not the one that they're going to be able to receive necessarily. So here's the thing, guys. I don't love laundry. I don't love folding laundry. I don't like doing laundry. It's like, I don't know that anybody does, but I really don't. And Steve always wants his like underwear and white t-shirts folded like military style. I'm not like that. I like fold it up quick, throw it in the drawer, right? No, it is military stacked. It looked like he just rolled it out of a military base, literally. Neat and tidy. Neat and tidy. So one day I'm like, this is not very long ago. I'm like folding these boxer shorts up so tight, tight. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I hate this so much. I really hope he understands. This is totally out of love that I'm folding this because <laughs> it is not my natural bent. And I'm thinking, and we could just have someone else do this. Yes. That is always ends up being my thing. Oh, someone else could do this. We can, this my time is much better spent doing other things. But when you realize that, that that's communicating love to that person, that you'll do that for them, it kind of changes the game. So I was like, okay, this is awesome. I'm thankful that I have someone to do this for. <laughs> right? You kind of flip the script. This is so great. I love folding his underwear and t-shirts. This is awesome. It changes things. It does. And I, I do sincerely appreciate that. <laughs> here's also the, the reality of it. Okay, so 13 years of walking through this, 13 years of navigating through it. The good, the bad, and the ugly. We have had some massive knockdown dragouts, and it has all revolved around special events where gifts were concerned. Guys, have you ever heard, you have ruined my birthday. You have ruined our anniversary. You have ruined Valentine's Day. And I remember a, a friend of mine, um, and this was early on too, and they just said, no, I think this is what hurt. This is one of the things that hurt the most. Nothing that you did, but you said something. I just have to lower my expectations. And the one thing is if, if someone that you love, that you really want to show that you love them, is having to say, I had to lower my expectations so I would not be hurt. You're going to do everything you can to change that. Whatever. And that was one thing that, I don't know if we've ever talked about that, but that was something that that cut deeper than anything else because I don't want you to lower your expectations of, of the person you're with. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I did say that. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to ruin every Valentine's <laughs> Day anniversary. Birthday. Okay, so here's the thing, guys. He he is doing great in that department now because he understands it. No, you're doing great. Okay. He's doing great in that department because he understands, like, that to me is a big deal. I, I'm a great gift giver. If any of you are in my gift-giving circle, I'm a great gift giver. I think about it. I, I know what people like. I have my mind on it. I think about it for a while. I'm so excited to see the reaction when they get it. And so when the same doesn't come back to me, it's like it just ministers rejection. So that might not be your area. I mean, there's five love languages, words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, both sexual and non-sexual, gifts, and acts of service. And so depending on what your love language is, if someone's not there, you can think you're doing great and someone's walking around feeling completely depleted and you think all is well. And that can be in any relationship, friendship, work relationships, anything. And so 
I guess I would just ask you to kind of, a lot of people, I just asked around our office today, what's your love language? And I was surprised at how many people don't know that. So Gary Chapman wrote a great book. It's called The Five Love Languages. You can download it, listen to it on Audible, whatever. It's out there. Look them up. But you can even take a test online. But knowing that, I always say the more you know yourself and you can recognize what's going on and understand your own self, the better you are in communication of your expectations. And let's face it, long-term relationships, marriages, work relationships, all anything that goes the distance, you kind of have to know these things. You kind of have to be able to get a beat on, the, on things. Otherwise, it's not going to be that enjoyable of a relationship. I, I remember somebody once saying is starting a relationship is a lot like taking a college course. And the further you get into that relationship, the deeper you go into the college course. You are my studies. And the more I'm I've like your PhD program. <laughs> exactly. So the more I study you, the more I recognize <clears throat> what it is that makes you happy. Not not the way that it makes me happy because I can do service all day long and it will never hit the mark. Meanwhile, is if you're giving great gifts and all this kind of stuff, yet I still take a feeling because, again, words of affirmation are also one of my love languages. Not the strongest, but words of affirmation. I can still feel like a hopeless loser if all you're doing is giving gifts but never affirming, hey, you did a great job with that. Mm -hmm. So, again, knowing what the other person's love language is, is a key. Knowing your own is great, but it's it's not even half the equation if you don't know the other person's. Like, I feel like I can remember times, like, putting, like, Burberry shirts in his closet or hanging them up. And, like, that literally doing absolutely nothing for him. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Huh? Are you serious? Right? Do you know how great a shirt that Do is? You know what? That's a great shirt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, again, that was not necessarily important to me. But if you would have said something like, hey, I'm so proud of you. You did that really well. That would have spoken more to my heart than any Burberry shirt you could have ever brought me. So real example is it was our anniversary this weekend, and Steve got this great gift for me on point, right? Mm -hmm. Well done. All right, on point, well done. And it was an outfit that I was looking at, and he was with me a couple months ago, and I was unsure about it. Well, he got it. So, so yesterday... You know, I'm like, hey, it needs to be, we got to have it fitted. got to have it tailored a bit. So he sends over a seamstress and uh, I try it on and I have a couple of different peer reviews on it. And they're like, there's something that just is not perfect about it. It's okay. It's great, but it's not awesome. And it was honestly, it was too much money to, to not be like awesome. So I was like contemplating, contemplating. I text Steve. I said, Steve, I think that, um, I think I'm going to return it. So I think I need to cancel her coming to see me. And he goes, I can't get a hold of her. She's on her way. And okay. Well, he sends me a text back. He goes, I don't care if you return it. I just don't want you to say that I ruined the anniversary or that I suck in this department. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, no, you're the best. You knocked it out of the ballpark. That's all I need to say. Hey, no, you are the best. You knocked it out of the ballpark. And Thank I, you. Now, I'm going to correct that a little bit because I didn't even know, need to hear that. The words of affirmation. I simply wanted you happy. Yeah. Now that is the thing is if you're looking at s simply a relationship, whether I'm happy and this, I think this is a, a deep level of love and this is that, you know, 13 year style of love. And you start talking about people who are married 50 years and all this, as long as you're happy, I don't necessarily need to have the kudos or anything else 
but as long as what I gave to you made you happy, whether it's service, a gift, or anything else, as long as it brought you joy, that's really what I was going for. And it doesn't have to be something that I did something well as long as you weren't hurt by it. That's really it. He, he, guys, here's the thing. Like one of our first Valentines. Oh, no. <laughs> literally, one of our first Valentines. I actually don't know how we're together. Some days. <laughs> all right. One of our first Valentines Day, Steve went to all these locations that I love to go to. Our right? first year was brutal. Our first year was brutal. I don't know. How, uh, yeah. By the grace of God. Amen. Anyway, so... um. He, w- he went to all these locations, the different, like, side, it wasn't sidecars, a coffee shop, mm-hmm. and all these different, Panera, all these places that I go to pretty much on a daily basis, and he had all these, like, notes for me there. I think this is leading to, like, this great gift at the end of the day. Oh, no. Guess what it was? A gold-plated rose that looked like it belonged in a funeral arrangement. Kind of sentimental, but... Yeah, and I was, no sentimental and I was devastated. So all day long, he put all these notes everywhere, all this sweet stuff. And we're like, okay, yeah. All there's this gonna, work. All this work. And it's going to be such a great gift at the end. And it was a gold-plated rose that looked like it should be in a nursing home. And I literally, it undid the entire day. It undid everything. It and I was undid the relationship. It almost undid everything. I was so <laughs> appalled. Right? I might be that high maintenance person, but for those of you who, are, who your love language is gifts, it just is what it is. Just accept who you are, right? I don't even try to change that about myself. I publicly acknowledge that that is a strong love language of mine. I used to be embarrassed by it. Like um, 99%. The rest of these are one. <laughs> like I used to be embarrassed by it, but I'm not anymore. It is what it is. That's who I am. That's how I operate. That's how I roll. And if anyone's in my life, they know that, that I love to celebrate and give gifts. Now, the funny thing is, is if you just simply wrote a sweet card, which you did, that's all I needed. Just a sweet card. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny how everyone's wired so differently. Mm-hmm. But guys, do you see how we just miss each other all the time? That can be in your friendships. Man, maybe there's a, a someone you work with that you really need to connect with. That you can't even figure out how come we're not connecting. But literally, we, we seem like we're speaking the same language, and our worlds never connect. And this is, like this is definitely a, worth the dig dive or the dive. I, what do you call that? The deep that, dive. Deep dive. And I would just say it's a lot like learning a, a foreign language because your love language is, is just like thinking to you. It's so natural. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to think about anything of it. However, when you're learning a foreign language, you're learning, oh, that's what I need to do there. And you start to learn this is what's going to communicate with her in this way. I, I would highly recommend reading the book doing a deep dive and and just kind of digging in to find out what the questions are to find out what is your love language mm-hmm. and and then from there kind of playing around with it saying okay like what is this person's love language and then ask them mm-hmm. yeah a Most lot of people, people don't ask you know if you just say these five things what's your what what is the best way you receive somebody validating you here, here's the thing. On this earth, we all want to be loved, accepted, celebrated, and approved of. If anyone agrees with me, raise your hand. Oh, yeah, I can't see you. Right? We all want to be that. Mm-hmm. So just digging and asking these questions, some people get uncomfortable just acknowledging that they have a need for love. Mm-hmm. Some people can't even admit that. A lot of guys. That they can't even admit it. So it's it's just acknowledging, hey, it's basic human nature. We need to feel loved, respected, accepted, celebrated. All right. And so by the way, how do most, I do that? Most guys are words of affirmation 
and acts of service. That is primarily most guys. So a little key for the ladies out there. Most guys, not all. Yeah, not all. I have a, a guy in my office that, that happens to be super, um, he's a great gift giver. He's super intentional about gift giving. And that did, I just asked him today, what's your love language? He said, gift giving. And I didn't actually even have to ask him. I already knew. Mm -hmm. Like, because he's so intentional about things. Correct. Right? So when you kind of locate people, what are they intentional about? Are they always getting up, giving you coffee? Are they getting you breakfast? Are they always willing to go jump up, do something for you? Because if they are, they're they're ministering out of their own love language, right? They're they're serving you out of their own love language. Or maybe you notice that, hey, things are kind of off because you haven't actually had quality time. You can have time together, but in our distracted media tech world where everything is instantaneous, it's all right on your screen, da-da-da-da-da. I mean, you can go out for dinner and be this and not even have that quality time. So focus on your relationships. February is a, a great month to think about that, especially we're headed into Valentine's Day. But literally, relationships, people are the gold in life. Success is one thing. Money is one thing. But the gold, gold, gold in life is always going to be people. And it's going to be relationships. So do what you can to nurture those relationships, to celebrate the people in your life that are close to you, that you love. And Honestly, take a, take a deep dive on the inside and figure out what it is that ministers love and acceptance to you. I guarantee if you do it, you're going to discover relationships become more rich. They survive. They make it. They thrive. Because remember, you're created, and you're created because you are more.